1: Good morning, Lee. Good morning there, Tara. All right. Getting a look at what a second Democrat presidential term might look like right now. Uh, should they regain control of the presidency? Yeah. Either Joe Biden or I? just increasing rash of articles saying, hey, it might be Michelle Obama or somebody else. They're going to replace Joe. There's a lot of that out there. Um, some of it from credible sources like the New York Post. We'll get into that, though, later on in the show. Um, but all these things are being put in queue. We're getting an idea of what it might be like uh, if they get power back. And and, and if they ever get—this is what's important. If they ever get the idea that we can't win power at the national level again um, in terms of the presidency— We know we can still win houses. We know that. But if it were to ever appear that we can't win power uh, at the presidential level, what might begin to happen? Um, Particularly as they weaponize the courts at the national level um, the way that they have at the New York level, uh, Lee, and and the D.C. federal court level where all the stuff they're doing is totally unconstitutional. Joe Biden can't just, you know, order a private gun sales banned, can he? Well, there's no talent. And they're getting ready to do it. Cheryl Atkinson, former reporter CBS News, now out on her own at CherylAtkinson.com. Everybody needs to turn their, their uh, attention to this quickly because it is moving along. Uh, Joe Biden's ATF, we have ATF whistleblowers now, Joe Biden's ATF preparing to ban the private sale of guns. Like, how? Is he like a a weird dictator of of some kind? Uh, Apparently so. Sources inside the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms say the White House has directed the agency to draft a document supporting an effective ban on private sale of firearms. So Cheryl Atkinson's gotten this leaked to her. Um, so Empower Oversight, uh, which is a watchdog group has now sued the federal government for the thirteen hundred page document. So what this document does, what what it actually is, uh, is a is, is a is a draft of the rule. It's a draft of the rule saying Hey, um, no more private sales of guns. Not gonna, your government is not going to allow that. Even as your government literally floods your city or your cities with tens of thousands of illegals, many of whom have brought their own arms over the border, many of whom are cartel. Let that sink in. As your government Weaponizes the border, weaponizes the country. As I did, I talked about yesterday, went really in depth on this in the Battleground America podcast. As our government, the Democrat Party is ner- is merging with the cartels into one big narco state. They are disarming you. If you want the details of this, Lee, now we now have no less than two top ranking officials in the state of Texas warning us: Ken Paxton and the Lieutenant Governor. Uh, that the cartels um, have, are are taking territory, they are taking territory uh, in concert with the Democrat Party, they are being protected. They are being allowed to move into the country. And they are being armed by the Biden administration, as they were by the Obama administration. So they are arming people who would kill you, partnering with them while moving to take your guns
2: or at least keep you from buying one
1: yes Which this the, is the first step
2: well and this is something they've been working on for quite some time the the whole thing about the um, requiring private sellers to do background federal background checks uh, that's been the issue for quite some time that's been one way that they've been trying to do this for quite some time
1: yeah no this is an outright ban yeah um, this is not um, throwing a couple more roadblocks Um, in your way this is this would be an outright ban period no bat no no private sales uh you can only buy through licensed gun sellers so they want to funnel everybody into that exactly yeah as as we found out last a year and a half i guess we found out that um those sellers those you know those private gun sellers um are actually being secretly and illegally surveilled or forced to turn over their lists of gun purchasers, even though that violates federal law. We have federal law against that.
2: And if they're able to do this, I'm sure they'll go right ahead and try to keep you from handing down your weapons to other generations there. You know, if grandpa's shotgun wants to get passed down to grandson, uh, they'll just confiscate that. I'm, I'm sure that's probably part of the plan too.
1: Oh yeah, but this is where you begin. You, you just, you know private sales allowed. Meanwhile, I dug this back up because Ken Paxton was talking about he can't figure out he says he knows that the biden administration the cartels have a deal because and i keep playing the audio here if you want to hear the whole thing it's on my battleground podcast from yesterday battleground america get it wherever you'll find podcasts: spotify apple our website uh 98 9 or or you could just text keyword um you could just text keyword battleground to the text line you can get it that way i want to go back to something and explain kind of what's going on here Ken Paxton said he can't, he's trying to find this deal between the cartels and the Biden administration because now the cartels just come right up to the Border Patrol and hand off the illegals. They are working together. Let's go back to 2011. Fox News. U.S. federal agents allegedly cut a deal with the Sinaloa drug cartel that allowed it to traffic tons of narcotics across the border. In exchange for information about rival cartels, what did this include? Listen to this. Arms, that's what Fast and Furious was. They are, they're arming them. Warnings when the Mexican government was getting too close. So they're watching the Mexican government and helping to protect the Sinaloa cartel from the Mexican government. All this happened under Obama, Fox News. If you want the link, it's up on my podcast. Even worse, a non-prosecution agreement. What is that? Protection. I watched two Charlotte cops go to prison for that. They had a protection deal that they cut with one drug dealer. Hey, we're going to protect your business. You give us information on others. We'll make sure you don't get arrested. They went to prison. Why? Because it's illegal. Our government had that deal with the Sinaloa cartels. And I bet you they still do. This was a deal cut with the ATF. Cut by the ATF. This was called Fast and Furious. Remember the whistleblowers came forward. And what do the whistleblowers say? we that that the, the, the ATF is going to gun dealers telling instructing them to break the law when cartel affiliated certain cartel affiliated officials came, you know came in to buy the guns they were then sold the guns and protected as they went back across the border by the obama administration bottom line they're using the excuse of hey we need to you know spy on the other cartels in order to arm the cartels they're in partnership with that's what they're doing lee that is the same pattern that we see from obama and now biden Again and again and again yep. and again. They use the cover of law enforcement to arm our enemies. For instance, when they traded Bo Bergdahl for the Taliban, five, the leadership of the Taliban, who, by the way, is now running the Taliban and running the country of Afghanistan. Again, they needed an excuse to get them out of Gitmo. What did they do? I said, oh, here, let's trade Bergdahl. That'll give us cover. We can't just outright let them out. When they want to give them $16 billion to Iran, they say humanitarian assistance where they want to give $6 billion to Iran, they say, hey, we had to trade it in a hostage deal. Oh, by the way, did you know this? This just came out. You know that hostage deal they used as cover um, to give Iran the $6 billion? Right. Oh, we have to yeah. give them the $6 billion or they won't give our hostages back? Right. You know the hostages that we supposedly traded to Iran? You know most of them never went. They wanted to stay here, so we let them stay. <laughs> so we did a hostage deal where we didn't actually trade any hostages. We let the Iranians stay. No. Yeah. What? It's just cover to hand them the $6 billion, just like this is cover to arm the cartels, protect them from the Mexican government, protect their enterprises at the border. This is deep and wide corruption. What you're watching is the Democrat mm-hmm. Party. It's been going on for 20 years. Democrat Party merging with the cartels. And then we find out this weekly the Mexican government is pissed because now they're somehow getting U.S. military weapons. Damn. Weapons that are not sold on the open market, they're only made by contractors with specific contracts with the U.S. military. Nobody else has them but the U.S. military. Yet somehow the Mexican drug cartels have them. Weird. Sounds a lot like Fast and Furious. Very very familiar, yes. Anyway, that's a lot to open a show with. All while Joe Biden is making moves that I will detail as the show unfolds to ban, as if he is a dictator, the private sale of guns. Okay, so Joe Biden, secret draft, they are working on this inside the ATF right now, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, an effective ban on the private sale of guns. So um, right now you can go into a store, you do the background check, you buy the gun. If you would like to sell it to your friend, your neighbor, your son, your nephew, Uh, right now you do that privately because you're an American. The Constitution gives you that, right? That is your birthright. Unless you're part of the cartel, in which case the government will just run the guns over to you. But anyway, I'm just promoting yesterday's Battleground America podcast. This is really critical, by the way, the Battleground America podcast. Every once in a while I'll do a very important one. Yesterday's is extremely important. We have to begin to understand the Democrat Party is merging with the cartels as our various federal agencies it's bigger than, hey, they're just trafficking at the border. They're just bringing the voters to the Democrats. This is an organized, systematized battle for control of the country. Yes, to turn it blue. Yes, to destroy the Republican Party. Yes, to get party supremacy like they have in authoritarian regimes. All of that the Democrats are doing, but they're doing it in partnership with the cartels who have begun to feel they have a stake in it too. So that's yesterday's Battleground America podcast. Uh, Get it wherever you find your podcast. So That would be Apple, Spotify, our website 989WRD, or you can always just text keyword Battleground to the text line 71307. We've got to begin to look at this thing in a different way than we're looking at it right now. It's much, much bigger. So I played you the audio from this yesterday. This was also the subject of the show yesterday. We went much more in deep in the Battleground podcast uh, with the Lieutenant Governor of Texas saying, these networks are massive. They're 13,000 strong. Those are just the ones we've arrested. Yeah, that's how big this is. And when you look back at the protection deal that originated in the Obama administration, I'll put the link for that up on Rumble so you can read it. It's total protection from the cartels. They get to move drugs into the country with the protection of the federal government. What? Let me repeat that. They get to move drugs into the country with the protection of the federal government. Wait a minute. Didn't we have 130,000 people die just of fentanyl last year? Yes. Brought to you by the federal government the cartels. Together. Working together. This is not a failure. This is not weakness. This is a plan. So when I go back to when it started under the Obama administration, it broke as the scandal Fast and Furious, but it was so much more than that. So Fast and Furious breaks. We find out from whistleblowers that DATF, Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms, is moving the guns across the border. They are going to the gun store, telling them, instructing them to break the law. When cartel affiliated individuals, certain ones come into the store sell them the guns, then they protect them at the border as they smuggle them back. We found out about this, remember, when a Border Patrol agent was killed by one of those guns. So that breaks. A lot of, you know, the, the Obama administration makes the excuse, well, you know, we're just we trying to chase, trace the guns. We need to know where they go. But then we find out, no, 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 no. No, it was such, so much worse than that. This is from a Fox News article, 2011. America's third world. The U.S. cut a deal with the Sinaloa cartel. So what happened was this cartel drug member, Vicente Zimbada Nibabla, came out and said, listen, this is the deal. This is what the U.S. government is doing. He was mad because he was caught. He's from a rival cartel. He lays it out. And all the details start coming out. The U.S. government, U.S. federal agents cut a deal with the Sinaloa drug cartel to allow it to traffic. Listen to this. Tons of narcotics across the border in exchange for information about rival cartels. Okay, so this is what they do. They use, this is what these leftists do. Democrats, Obama, and now Biden. They use the veneer, the thin veneer, the cover of, oh, we're trying to look out for you. No, they're not. No, they're working with the cartels. They're working with the cartels to establish Democrat Party control of that border. Not American control. Criminal gang control of that border. We are becoming a narco state. And that's was surprisingly last night, Laura Ingram did this. She interviewed Chris Chris Wecker, former agent and special agent in charge in Charlotte. I know Chris very well. He was one of my sources when I was a reporter there. Very credible guy. One of the last few guys, decent guys to lead uh, in the FBI. And he's explaining what has happened here. And he is saying the same thing as Kim Paxton. He is saying the same thing as Lieutenant Governor of Texas. Take a listen. Wait, here
3: control, I mean, the Mexican cartels have always controlled their side of the border. They call them the plazas. And then each cartel group would control a, a, a three or four plazas. They divided them up. Now they've consolidated their strength. We, we have made them mono uh, or more polyline criminal organizations. And what I mean by that is they're not just pushing drugs now across the border. Now, with, with, all this, with all the people queuing up at the border, with the huge volume at, at our open borders, they have now become extortionists, exacting taxes, smuggling people in. It's a whole new line of business for them. And we have made them more powerful than they've ever been. And now they control both sides of the border. I mean, they have, See? They're, they're not talking about it down there on the border. They don't want to scare people and scare tourists away and business away. But they're on both sides of the border now.
1: Extracting taxes in partnership, having fully merged essentially with the Democrat Party and some of our intel agencies. So you go back to the 2011 deal and see what they're doing. Sinaloa cartel, they run them the guns to get to supremacy. They protect them from the Mexican government. They spy on the Mexican government. So they inform the Sinaloa cartel, hey, you're about to get busted. Hey, uh, they're watching you. And we protect their traffic and we cut a deal with them. No prosecution, bring it in. This is going on with what Chris Swacker with the FBI, former FBI, is telling you is it now involves people and the fentanyl. They are merging. So if you're wondering what I'm talking about, you haven't listened to me in a few days. Here's Lieutenant Governor of Texas, Dan Patrick. um, Well, let me go back. This is uh, Attorney General Paxton of Texas. This is what kicked this off. He's talking about the cartel network. They're talking about the same thing.
2: They're taking federal law and dismantling it. And he's making up his own rules as we go that allow the cartels to gain a foothold, a strong, really strong foothold in the United States, not just in my state, but really across the they're building a network across the country so that they can keep doing this well after Biden's gone.
1: Exactly. Now, here's Dan Patrick. Uh, Lieutenant Governor of Texas. He's talking about the same thing. We're facing a cartel army.
2: This is a stat that many people have never heard. We've arrested 13,163 smugglers since we started Operation Lone Star several years ago. 90% of those smugglers are US citizens. Mm. The drug cartels work with the gangs to distribute their drugs. They also work with the gangs to give them specific GPS coordinates where to pick up people crossing the border illegally. This year, we passed Senate Bill 4, I believe was the exact number. Senator Pete Flores passed this bill that now in Texas, when we arrest you, you're an American citizen, a minimum of 10 years in prison if you're a smuggler. But imagine that 13,000 smugglers, almost all U.S. citizens, 90%, in coordination with the cartels. That's why, Maria, when I say it's an invasion, it is an invasion. It's a cartel army. You know, the founders never dreamed we'd have a president like this one. It would just open the door to everyone. And, and they said, well, invasion if if a, an army came. Well, we're facing yeah. an army. Yeah, we're facing you sure are. an army. Uh,
1: but you- well- okay, they're all well- of this as the Biden administration moves to disarm us. So we have whistleblowers now inside the ATF. They have a 1300 page rule they have been working on. They didn't want it out yet. It would ban the private sale of guns no can do anymore literally as they arm the cartels literally as they let all kinds of criminals into the country they are moving to make sure it is just a little bit harder for you to defend yourself from who they perceive to be their future voters it's unbelievable what's going on we'll be right back Good morning. Okay. I know some of you have kids in the car. Hate to do this, but the Democrat Party has become so profane. I now have to give a content warning when they are going to speak at our legislature because children, uh, maybe not appropriate for them to hear it. Folks, I like to play stuff like this. You can see this isn't just California, okay? This isn't just some faraway place where the Democrats want your children to have access to porn and every other debauched thing under the sun. This is who they are. This is Representative Justin Bamberg of South Carolina giving a speech on the floor. Listen to this. The speech proposed to do something simple. I'm sorry, the bill he was talking about proposed to do something simple. Limit children's access to porn, These laws have passed all over the country. It says, no, when you're 11, you can't go watch porn on a porn site. It's called the Child Online Safety Act. So this is what it does. Uh, it protects kids from going online and watching porn. You have to verify that you are uh, the age of, you know, the appropriate age. There's no wink, wink, nod, nod anymore. Well, Democrat Justin Bamper was outraged that children will not be able to watch porn anymore. Outraged that parents will not be able to watch children watch porn with their children anymore. This is your Democrat Party. This is who they are. These people, I'm telling you, these people will be showing your kids porn in school if they could. They haven't figured out how yet, but they're getting it. They're working up to it. These people would send DSS to your house if they can't show Your children porn at school. They just haven't figured out how yet. Here's how he started the conversation. By telling, this is why I got to give you the warning. By telling everyone he has a strong right hand. He likes to masturbate. Wait, what? And porn is critical to that. He said, Y'all, Democrat Rep. Justin Bamberg on the floor of the House of the Legislature of South Carolina.
2: Here to tell y'all where I stand on it. I'll tell you I have a strong right hand. Um, all right, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, hey, come on now.
1: It went downhill from there, which is why I gave you the content warning if you are a, a parent. He says his objection to the bill is that parents and children cannot watch porn together. I guess they do that in Democrat households. I I don't know. Nothing would surprise me at this point. Yes, he said that.
2: There is absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing in the legislation that allows a parent in the state of South Carolina to consent for their minor... To have access to pornographic materials as defined in this this bill. I can't consent under this to letting you watch porn at home. I have a problem with that. I have a niece.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. You you have a niece? It cuts off there. I couldn't find the rest of it. Oh, boy. I can't imagine what goes on in that family. Anyway... (sighs) Folks, every once in a while, they pull back the curtain just a little bit to get a good look at who they are. Don't want to pass this bill because parents and kids couldn't watch porn together in South Carolina. Parents couldn't let their minor children watch porn. That might infringe on their rights. I feel it might infringe on Justin's rights. I know what Justin wants to do with these rights. Maybe I don't want to know. That folk, he's completely comfortable with this. Because this is who they are, no matter where they are. It passed the House, by the way, which is good news. So, I don't know, maybe Democrats who would like to sit and watch porn with their children in the Senate will manage to stop it? I don't know. But this is South Carolina. This is South Carolina. These people are nuts. They're legit nuts. They want to sexualize everything because they have a problem. They're not well. They're not well. All right. Meantime, all hell breaking loose in New York over those illegals who were caught on camera beating the cops. And we're now finding out more about what they are doing. They have formed gangs. To shake down New Yorkers, pickpocket, theft, that kind of thing. But they are highly valued Democrat voters. So, well, they will be. So we can you know, we can't touch a head, a hair on their precious head, is where we are uh this morning. Listen to this. One of the five, because so, so they they the police asked them to move. They know they have dual justice protection. They know they have liberal privilege as an illegal in the country. The cops asked them to move, and they knock the cops to the ground, kicking and beating them. Because they know the pecking order. The Democrat Party's in charge. Okay. They are let out of—they are let go, no bond, wandering around so they can rob other lesser important Democrat voters— in New York City, because this is how the system works. It's all about your value to the parties, just like the USSR. Different laws, different interpretation laws for different people. As So there's, this case has gotten a lot of attention, and they have picked some up since the initial release with no bond of these illegals, who they could have held for deportation. So they ran another one of them ran through court yesterday, and he, of course, was released too. Listen to what he did on his way out of court, because now there's cameras. Everybody's following these illegals who beat these cops. Listen to this. Listen to the entitlement. Listen to the liberal privilege here. Brooke Sigmund, Fox News. Five migrants were arrested and charged with second-degree assault on a police officer. And as of yesterday, all of them have been released without bail.
2: Here's video of the fifth migrant walking out of the courtroom before giving cameras two middle
1: fingers. Yeah we got liberal privilege. We're here. You think you cops, you can't touch us? You New York citizens? You might be Democrat voters too, but you're second-class Democrat voters compared to us. They know. They know. And that's why they weren't taking any flack off the cops. No, we're not moving. This is our block. You don't tell us what to do. We'll kick you to the floor and we'll kick your head. We'll kick your chest. We'll beat you. Don't you dare touch us. And you know what? I wonder how much longer the cops can hold the territory on 42nd Street. Because if they're going to be bonded right back out, and you get that kind of beat down as a cop every time, I I don't think, you know they're coming back. You know they know they can do whatever they want because they have liberal privilege. I think we're going to see a time when they rule the streets and the cops cannot. That is coming. Wait till you hear what they're doing in New York to protect themselves from Joe's preferred voters. Up next. Police in sanctuary cities is saying illegal immigrant crimes spiking out of control. We'll have more on that later. Folks, I, I wouldn't go to New York at this point. I, th- I think it's largely conquered territory. Illegal alien pickpocketing teams in New York City are the latest problem for the already stretched NYPD. It's happening all the time here. One New York City resident told the New York Post, adding the last few months it's been intense. Maybe they spread the word, I don't know. It's on Friday and Saturday when it's busy. They work as a team. It's creepy. I bet you there's cartel connections here. So, what happened was the police made the mistake of encroaching on the illegals' territory in New York, asking them, hey, just move on. They were thrown to the ground, beaten, and kicked. And it's, I mean, if you've seen the video, you need to see the video as an American. Hardcore beat down. And then because they have liberal privilege as illegal immigrants bonded right back uh, or, or or put allowed right back out with no cash bond. What are they going to do? They're going to go right back to the territory. What are the police going to do? Nothing. What do you want to beat them? They'll beat you. Democrats don't care. You're not a highly valued preferred Democrat voter as a police officer. You don't have rights. That's where we are. Curtis Lewa, Who's a um, has in the past, he's a radio host, a former mayoral candidate uh, in the city of New York. He's also an activist. Says they are forming protection units for the police and the citizens from the illegals who are now patrolling as gangs in New York City on the streets. Here you go. Guardian Angels founder and former mayoral candidate Curtis Lewa is taking to the streets himself, hoping to protect New Yorkers.
2: And now they form gangs. And so when the police try to move them on from basically jostling and hassling and pickpocketing people and going into stores and shoplifting, they now resist, they form gangs. You saw the video evidence. They gave a horrific beatdown to two police officers.
1: Several of these migrants have prior arrests for crimes like theft and assault, and police are still searching for three suspects who got away after the attack. Meanwhile, Governor Kathy Hogle was asked about this. Is it okay for illegal immigrants with liberal privilege to beat down police officers or should we deport them? Now, she didn't make any promises. She's not going to make any promises about deporting them, but she's willing to, you know, think about it.
2: Should those individuals be deported?
1: I think that's absolutely something that should be looked at. I mean, if someone commits a crime against a police officer in the state of New York um, and they're not, you know, they've not processed, they're not here legally. Definitely worth Checking into. Checking into. Check into it. Not going to commit to actually doing it. I mean, these are highly valued voters with liberal privilege. We can't touch them, but I'll, I'll look into it. That's all you get. What do you, if you see that as a police officer, you can move these gangs out of your way next time. You can let them do what they want. You would not know the answer. It's conquered territory. I've been warning you about this on the Battleground podcast for a long time. We will lose sovereign control as a country over these blue areas. The cartels merge with the Democrat Party as they have with Mexican mayors, councils, police chiefs. In Mexico, look at this up. It's, it's crazy. You can either take the bribes or they kill you. That's how it goes for these mayors, police chiefs, council members. They own the judges too. This is the beginning of that. The cops are being taught a lesson. We, we the illegals, are the valued voters. We have liberal privilege. You do not. Governor won't even commit to deporting them. Step too far. I'm telling you, the next story I'm going to do on this, police aren't aren't removing the illegals anymore because they won. They got liberal privilege. conquered territory. Folks, and then what they'll do as they control these blue cities, we lose this sovereign territory, they will branch out. And they got an army on the border, 13,000 strong on the U.S. side. As we were, as was explained at the beginning of the show by Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor. By the way, if you ever want to catch up with a video on the show, you can go to rumble.com, Tara Servatius. I stream live on Instagram. I stream live on Twitter. I stream live on Facebook. You can just hit rewind, watch it there. If you want to hear something, what you talked about that earlier. That was cool. Like to see it? Yeah, hit rewind. Love that. All right, we'll be right back.